It's Stage Door Athletic with Jack Loxton and Rob Shaw Cameron. Please take your seats. Kickoff is about to commence. Hey Jack. Uh, what? Uh, hey, hey Rob. What, what's happened to What's happened to your voice? <laughs> well, I'm just you know I'm over here stateside, just like hanging out. I just thought I'd say hi. Is that your American accent? <laughs> yes. Really? Good, isn't it? It's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd Could hire you. Place you me in anywhere in lo- specific locations with the accent. Hang on, uh, I'll try again. Hey Jack. Uh, hey, what's going on? Um. <laughs> mm. Maybe New York, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're in New York. Good, How it? lovely. Yeah, yeah. Has, uh, I'm not has in Miami anymore. You're not in Miami anymore, yeah. Um, has, no. has New York? Miami you was fun? great, though, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, it's great. It's cold. Cold um, in Miami? I'll say this. Uh, no, Miami was lovely. I, was I mean, they say, were yeah. saying it was cold, but it was really... For me, like balmy and for a pasty Wakefield boy, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're all like, "Oh man, it's so cold here. Do you want a sweater?" And I'm like, "No, pass <laughs> me back to fifty, please." <laughs> but it was great. Yeah, went down the beach, hung out. You know, I was, uh, was I was looking at your Instagram story. It looked, um, uh, yeah. what's the word? Suitably Robshaw Cameron. It was brilliant. What a wanky? Not wanky. It was just on brand. I would suggest. Yes, on yeah. brand. You know, like taking pictures of the pool and saying not a bad office for today that sort of thing yeah or this will yeah. do with a martini or something you know that kind of stuff yeah it's nice and then the obligatory so house picture just to let everybody know everybody know I yeah remember. you are yeah. you are you are king <laughs> of soho houses around the globe it's brilliant yeah i'm also stealing the towels i hope no one's listening but i i'm getting a good collection now that goes um, out. But I'm struggling to pack the towel I spoke stole from Miami Beach House. It's quite <laughs> bulky and fluffy, and I think I might go overweight. Can you bring me something back, please? Sure, I'll get you a pastrami and rye or something like that. You yeah, know? okay, that's good. Like that's a, a good American accent, actually. I'm quite. But it's getting oh, better. Would you like, um, or would you like a particular baseball cap from a sporting team? Mm, baseball's not my game. NFL's my game uh, in America. Yeah. yeah. So if you Who's are you going. My team is the Chicago Bears. Yes. I, I obviously picked the team that's, um, you know, suitably sort of the same sort of thing as West Brom, just like optimistic, but shit. Underachievers. Yeah. Really bad underachievers. Yeah. yeah. But I quite like them. Justin Fields, number one, good rushing back. Yeah. And I remember the Chicago Bears used to be big back in the day because mm. I remember, I think there was a, I think there was a guy called The Fridge. Yes, The Fridge. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. The, the, fridge, the fridge, he was huge, like, yeah, yeah. running line, back of defensive line mid or something. Yeah. And he, anyway, was a huge, huge guy. And they used to just chuck him the ball and he would power through. And that was in the glory days, which I think must be like, I would say in the 80s of the, the Bears. Yeah, it was the 80s. I've, I've started following them at their, probably their lowest point. But I, I love NFL. American, American sports. I haven't been massively into American sports, but I'm obsessed with the NFL now. Yeah. The Chicago Bears are part of my, uh, I've got most of their kits. 
Uh, I watch them every Sunday. It's the end of the normal seat, regular season on Sunday. Bear down. Yeah. Bear down. Yeah. Chicago oh, Bears put up a fight with a might more carelessly. Yeah, it's amazing. It's cool. Oh, really? It's yeah, I know all the songs and everything. Um, Miami Dolphins, I would say, are mighty. The Dolphins, yeah, they're, they're a lot better yeah. than the Bears. Tyreek Hill, yeah. fantastic uh, wide receiver. Running back even, sorry. Good team. Yeah. Well, I typically timed my Miami arrival really bad for American sports, and we'll talk about that with our next guest. Well, now you've said it, who's our guest? Who's our guest, Rob? Yeah. So obviously we're in America, and Stage Door Athletic has got a Broadway transfer. Yes, we're stateside, and today we welcome our very first Broadway star, writer, actor, and former basketball protégé. He's currently playing the sorting hat in Broadway's Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and can be seen as Carl Harris in Hulu's Wu-Tang, an American saga. Um, he's a Texan, turned New Yorker, turned Angelino, and he grew up as an athlete performer. As a child, he managed to do the Broadway tour of Hal Prince's Showboat while playing in the local basketball league during the summers. I need to talk to him about that. That reminds me <laughs> of doing Grigglesland Amateur Dramatic Society whilst playing rugby. Um, his passion for basketball further, and he eventually led his high school team to a Texas State Championship. After prep school, he played basketball at Rice University, studied at NYU, and got a degree in English literature. He's had his writing presented, and he's performed at the Harlem Drama Studio off Broadway and more. His plays, An Athlete Dying Young and Townsman of a Stiller Town, have been named semi-finalists to the Eugene O'Neill Playwriting Conference. Please give a Broadway standing ovation. I mean, they stand for anything, but this is deserved. <laughs> yeah, for they do. Chad Alexander. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. To well, hear, you. hear me yeah, reading out really, your intro. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> full disclosure, I asked Chad to like put together a little bio oh, and then totally gosh. just nicked it for the introduction. So apologies for the lazy. That must be slightly no, weird. It is just to, yeah. But you're American. You're good at like singing your own song, aren't you? Not that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Not the worst. <laughs> Oh, welcome, Chad. Thank you. This is good. So how yeah. is Harry Potter going? Um, It's going well. We just started a new year, um, meaning the new, about, I would say like 50% of the cast is new. A lot of yes. new kids. Um, We started in mid-November. Yeah. And so there's a lot of new energy. There's a lot of still happy, happy people. Yes. And they're not tired and jaded. Like, they're oh, not jaded. Not yeah. They haven't been uh, here for <laughs> the eight years a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been in it? Um, this is my third year doing it. I started just after the, when everything opened up after the pandemic in the fall of 2021 or 2022. And so 2021 and then 2022, I came to New York. I did in California first. And so, yeah, I've been doing it two years. This is my third year. Yes. Cause uh, I, I've mentioned before, but um, my housemate, mm-hmm. James, went in, he did six years in the West End version. Wow. He went in as first cover wow. Harry Potter went on frequently obviously because you've got all your holidays mm-hmm. and all the rest of it so yeah. he played harry potter and then he has been playing draco malfoy for the last four years it's crazy and then now he's stepped aside did it, um, did it just happen did he just, just leave just left okay. yeah just recently yeah six years um, is a long stint and it's uh that's a, chad, a long time as chad will attest it's quite a full-on show isn't it it is very full-on very physical it's a lot. It's a lot. It's great, but it's a lot. It definitely takes a lot out of you. And the New York one, because I remember James talking about they merged the two parts yeah. into one, haven't they? So yes. it's an epic, what, three and a half Three and a half hours. God, uh, it's, it's intense. <laughs> it's, and so like a two-show day, it, which is crazy, because we get there at like 11, I think the call time is 1140. Yeah. And then the show starts at 1. 
we're out. I'm leaving maybe 440, 445 if I'm quick. And then I'm back at six for another three and a half hour show. So wow. it's, those days are just long and wild. And it's just, it's boom, boom. It's just, it constantly goes. Yeah. Constantly. And does it have the, uh, I'm sure it has the same fandom as it does over here. I mean, we walk past the theater in the West End and it's absolutely rammed, teeming every time. I'm sure it's the same in Broadway, right? No, they love it. They love it here. And we like just last week, we broke another record. It keeps breaking records, I guess, every almost holiday season. But we broke another record, so it's for like the best-selling play, like weekly sales of a play ever again. So it's only getting like more and more, wow. like crowded. It's wild, yeah. but they they love it. They love it. As is Sonia Friedman's bank account. It's, it's getting bigger, <laughs> yes, it is. And, bigger, bigger and, and bigger and bigger. bigger. Yeah, must oh be nice. God. Does she rock up and do a sort of like godly speech every now and then to inspire yeah. you? Yes, she can call in. Yeah. It's quite culty, isn't it? Yes. She's good at it. She's really good at the speech. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. I saw like viral videos of her going back to the West End Uh and the audience like, we're back. And and it was like she had single-handedly sort of beaten the pandemic Mm -hmm. in order to give the Harry Potter fans what they've been wanting during that time. I was like, oh, man, this is amazing. It's so funny. It's so funny. James, like he has the dressing gown, he has the T-shirt, he has all the merch and he wears it around the house. I'm like, let it go, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's over. Chill it's over. out. Yeah. The thing is, though, like no, I have, I have my little backpack over there, but that's yeah, totally. Kind of it, Keep really. it on shows yeah. like that. They throw in any sort of West End show as well. They throw so much merch at you. In Dear Evan Hansen, which were American producers as well, obviously the amount of stuff we've got. I've got flight socks. I've got pin badges. I've got rainbacks. <laughs> I've got absolutely everything and like cufflinks. And I'm like, when the hell am I ever going to wear Dear Evan Hansen cufflinks? <laughs> what the hell are you talking yeah. about? No way. There must be loads for Harry Potter. But I'm, I, I'm. What I want to ask about Harry because I did audition for Harry Potter. In the original mm-hmm. cast in the West mm-hmm. End, and to play the one of the kids to, to play one of the kids play. Um, I think he, he it was in, in playing kids, playing yeah. kids. I mean, obviously, you can look. I look like a four-year-old. I'm 31 years old and haven't played a day over 16 <laughs> in my career yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Stephen Hoggart was doing all the movement for it, and mm-hmm. one dances at the start when they get to to Hogwarts. But something that they couldn't do in the rehearsal in the audition room, and when I did see it, was all of the magic stuff that they do. And like right. the technicality yeah. of it all. So we're talking mm-hmm. like fire. We're talking about real magic tricks on stage, people mm-hmm. disappearing, reappearing. How the hell do you rehearse that? I mean, tech rehearsals must be insane over there. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's, we also have to tech the show every year. Yeah. And so yeah. if you're in the playing cast or the new cast, it's about, I think a two, three month process. But if you're in the playing cast, that's still going to go on for the next year. You have to tech the show in the mornings with the new cast. And then you go on to the show at night. But to do wow. the, there's like three different departments. There's a department for which Haggis department, which is a movement. We have the direction department, um, which is Don Tiffany and his, like the people that work with him. And then we have an illusions department and they're probably wow. my favorite department. They're so oh, cool. And you, you literally in the process, you're in this huge studio. Um, if you're not like at the theater space and you, there's different rooms in the, it's like new 42 studios in Times Square. There's different rooms for each department. And yeah. so you have the illusions place, you have the acting where you're doing scene work. If you get to do a scene <laughs> and then you have the movement. And so like the illusions, you get in there and remember the first day he started, uh, his name's Skylar Fox. He's wonderful. He's a playwright. He does everything. The first thing we did was like a simple like coin trick 
just yes. to, just to like get the, you know, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to get yeah. into the world and to, you know, learn how to, to, you show your hand and you do all, blah, blah, blah. Wow, yeah. Um, and that's like the first moment. And then you just, you go up and you build up and you build up and you they have these cool contraptions where you can work on different tricks in the studio. And then, you know, you go to the next level and you finally get to the stage. And it's, it's really, that's probably my favorite part. Uh, do, you, my favorite um, part. do you have a nice wand? Yeah. I have like, in this, I have two wands at home in LA <laughs> that we got when we left um, California. Yeah. Like company management was one day they were like, Hey, we have all this gear. We have stuff that we can't, that we're being done with. And if you want to come, come. And so we all came and like hers everything. Yeah, too. Right. Well. So I have, yeah. So I have a couple. A couple yeah. Do, do you get it out for friends and things? I don't. No, no. you don't. Do you? No, it just kind of sits on the. Thing. Yeah. No, don't whip it around oh. or anything. Like that. Okay, fair enough. No, that's yeah. a shame. And and um, what's it like just being a Broadway baby? Tiring. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer. Just work at the end of the day. It's. Well. I mean, yeah. It's. You get you get used to it, which is which is kind of weird to say, but it's 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 cool. It's taught me a discipline that I just didn't have to implement thus far because usually I'll, I'll do a run of something that's two three months, and I know I'm going to do eight shows a week for this like I don't know little bit of time, hmm. and you are just kind of in your head. But doing this like long running yeah. eight show a week, three and a half hour show, it just it teaches me. I go home. I I'm very my life outside of it is very relaxed and as chill as possible that's not true because last time we were here we went out quite late and went to <laughs> that was that was that first of all that was a sunday throwing you under <laughs> the it was a sunday after a matinee so i had monday <laughs> off it was a sunday <laughs> oh my gosh i am in the street sometimes sometimes <laughs> that's brilliant um, so that discipline, mm-hmm. I mean it's a it's a natural but really interesting segue because you did like mm-hmm. you were a sports Lad, were you? You were a big basketball player through school and uni big and beyond. Nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you loved it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And you still love it. Do you still play? Um, if my old gym had a basketball court and so I would just go there, I wouldn't play, but I'd go on my own and shoot. Like that's like what I love to do was just shoot for a couple hours and, um, and do some drills and stuff like that. But it's just kind of like my own like solace in my piece. Yeah. I don't really play pickup at all anymore. And I, I don't know exactly. I think I know why, but I think like I took it, it was such a huge part of my life and it was such a, it took me so long to get decent at it. It's weird. I don't like competing if I'm not like really going for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now, I love you know, that, Chad. I love that. That's yeah. totally right. You got to be in it. Yeah. Did you nod when he said pick up as well? Not really knowing what he means. A pick up game. Yeah. It's, I was nodding it's, like it's, I knew it, what it was. When you play a game that's not like, you're not in a league, you're not, it's not planned. You just yeah. go to the gym and you like, there's like three guys over there for you like, oh, let's play. Uh, yeah. Like three on pick three. Pick up. Yeah. For us, it would be like you go to a football pitch when you were a kid and see some yeah. bigger boys over there and go, can we come and play football with you? Would you like a game? That sort of thing. Rob. Yeah. And we'd call oh, it so it's just a game. Like, attack yeah. VD. Should we just do attack VD? Kind of, we used to call it Wembley. Yeah. A Wembley yeah, game. Yeah. Maybe that's our pickup. Yeah. Wembley. Might be our pickup. Wembley, yeah. But that sounds, <laughs> this sounds cool. I mean, there's, I love, there's a lot of thing about American language. Like I had it on the flight coming out here where, the, the, the air stewardess, rather than say, excuse me, sir, could you just um, put your seat back up? Thank you. She would go, excuse me, sir, I'm going to need you to put up your back of your seat there, please. Thanks so much. <laughs> As opposed to just, sir, could you just like, put your seat up? Seat up. It's like, yeah. why use, you know, there's an extraneous quality to the language sometimes. It's like, it makes me giggle. <laughs> it's quite, um, it's quite, inter- I've never worked with Americans before, but uh, in Evan, they were, 
Everything's good job. Good job. You're amazing. Yeah. That's a great job. Oh. You're doing a great job. Really good. Yeah. And I'm like, thanks, man. Am I? That's really kind yeah. of you. It's a bit much. <laughs> I know. We're not very That's good so at prayers, cool. are we? No. Um, so take us back to the start from your like basketball. How did that come yeah. about? Who was the influence there? When did all that start? Um, so it, I guess it started, I probably started around fifth grade ish, maybe fourth grade. Which my, is how? I, I'm a twin. I don't know if I, ooh, 11. Okay, yeah, cool. 11 years old? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I'm a twin. I don't know if I ever told you that. Yes, I remember. Okay, yeah, so I'm a twin. I have a a lovely twin brother. Um, We're fraternal. He's like two inches taller than me, maybe. Feeble. You're absolutely (laughs) Yeah. And he is just has always been a phenomenal athlete. And so he, I definitely kind of just followed his tracks into what I was about to say. He's older. But he, but he is older. 20. He is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 no, yes. Technically, he's older. Yeah. Twins, um, twins are twins are like maybe like a minute older, Rob. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um, and yeah, I just followed him to it, into it, honestly. And he was doing it. And he was great. And so I just tried to be like him in a way. Yeah. So was that the plan? Was that the plan when you'd, from that age, was it like, right, okay, older twins going to be a basketball player. I'm going to be a basketball player. Was that, the, was that the rule? I don't know. I was so, so bad when I started and he was like, he's <laughs> naturally was so good. I'm, I mean, I was terrible. So I don't know if anyone thought that I was going to hang on for too long. Yeah. Um, and it was just one of those things where I, I just, I liked it, but I was awful. And so I would just go to practice when he would go and he, he was really good about like working in the mornings and just really trying to work on himself throughout his whole career. And so I just followed and then I started loving it and I started putting the time in. And it just became like a slow and steady, I guess, progression. Incremental. Into, yeah. It's so fascinating that when there's people who you see who've got what feels like an innate natural ability, and then those with an aptitude and a desire have to work really hard to achieve yeah. something that comes so easily to other people, which, I mean, is true in any discipline, but mm-hmm. you see it in sport particularly. And you'd say you were in the latter category, oh, you just have to really work. And drill that. But that must have <laughs> given you a really good... Um, discipline like that you've applied in, in your, in your creative world as well, right? Yeah, you've, you've got to work hard incrementally, put in the steps and. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the correlation is so, it's, it's so big that people don't even realize it at times. But for me, especially acting wise, um, I approach it in the athletic standpoint where it's all about reps for me. Mm. And it's all about repetition in the way that whenever the moment comes, whether it's an audition or whether you're shooting or whether you're, you know, do, you're on stage that whatever elements are outside of you, if your nerves are coming up, what, that is just almost in your body already. And so that's how I approach just about everything I do as a performer is the same way I would as an athlete. It's just putting the time in so that I can free myself up as much as possible and kind of let the outside stuff go. Cause there's always going to be something going on, you know? And so that's, that's just, and I think athletics definitely gave me, that approach. That's fascinating, isn't it? Beautiful because then I think there's something put, about yeah. the discipline of that. It's, yeah, it's really interesting. But then that's the framework and the repetition, the discipline. And then where does the creativity and instinct sit within that, would you mm. say? Oh, that's a great question. I don't, um, huh, I guess that's like, for me, that's the work. Like that's how I get, how I get to where I want to be. And then because I put in the work creatively and um, performance wise, it completely allows me to then kind of expel myself in that way that is free, you know? So I think it's as an artist, it, I think I approach it tactically and that allows me to be 
oh, no, an actor. No, I get this because I think I, I often, when I'm doing some of my coaching stuff, I, I use so many sporting analogies. But uh-huh. I think, you know, Federer, greatest tennis player of all time, in my opinion, you know, he's hit that, that, that beautiful backhand mm-hmm. in a practice court a million times so that when he's on centre court at Wimbledon, and he lets go instinctively. And yes, there's a very clear goal of like, there's an opportunity down mm-hmm. the line to win the point, but there's an expression and a creativity and a beauty in it in the moment because he can trust the millions yeah. of hours he's put in on the practice court. So that's that what it's it about, does, yeah. that core basis gives you the freedom to express yourself in the moment, right? And yeah, and react. You haven't put the word react. Yeah. I think that's actually, the right word. Yeah, not present. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you work incredibly hard to build yourself that muscle set that can fall back on when you're... I think if you have that, I think what you've both said, if you have that layer of instinct, that Coney comes in once you've worked all the muscles around it to be able to get yourself in yeah. a position to be instinctive and then be creative about it. I think it's a beautiful analogy. I think we should do a podcast about sport and theatre and acting together. Oh, you really should. Good it's a good it's idea. A really good idea. There's way more links than people would assume. <laughs> it's so true. And as we're doing these <laughs> interviews and these podcasts, it's like, oh my God, this was a good idea. This is a good idea. <laughs> it's so true. So, so if take only us back had to, better presenters. Yeah, totally. So, Chad, more take us back ones. to more famous ones. Better, yeah, exactly. Not from Birmingham or Wakefield. Um, Chad, <laughs> take us take us to the start of your acting career. Then, in terms of when were those yeah. chops sort of started, and and when, <sighs> how did you get into that? Where did that start? So, there's two different like phases of my life where acting was a part of it, and the first phase kind of happened, and I I don't really remember it, but I. I think I was doing community theater just for fun. Our parents put us in everything, my brother and I. So we were doing sports. I think we did ballet for like half a year, maybe when we were like seven. Just any class that they could put us in, our classes, we did everything. And so one of the things that we did, once we did like a, we go from like to athletics camp to theater camp. And so we went to theater camp. There was auditions for the showboat tour coming up and a teacher was like, oh, they're looking for kids. And so we went down and ended up getting that. And that was kind of just... Like it just happened. It was a weird thing. And my parents didn't even know. They didn't know A was a tour. They didn't know B that we were even going to get paid or that I was going to get paid. We didn't know anything about that world or what was going on. So that was a separate thing and that happened. And then I kind of left that altogether. So how old was that tour? Um, the summer and the fall of whatever year that was. And how old were you then? Like 10, maybe. Oh my God, so oh, you went wow. off on your first paid gig at yeah. 10. Wow, yeah. child actor yeah. star. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Your duty guard. And I always got in trouble for like doing the most on stage. Did you? The most. <laughs> yeah, love it. The, love like, it, love I'm, it. there was, um, this song in Showboat called Misery. And we're all like, all the like, the black people, or I was going to say colored people, but that's what they call them in Showboat. In the show, yeah. We're like mm-hmm. up in the, cause it's a theater scene and we're up in the balcony. Yeah. And there's a show going on. And then one of the actresses sings Misery. And I wasn't mic'd at that moment in time, but I would start bawling and crying and like put my hands up. Oh, I always get in trouble for being so extra. <laughs> always. I Love do remember it. that. Always. Um, so that was like my young phase. And then in college, the way like it works, I don't know about over there, but the way it works in like athletics in college here is that you kind of get your athletic schedule, um, your practices, your workouts, and then your travel schedule and then your game schedule, obviously. And then your academic advisors will kind of work around that schedule to put, figure out what classes you can then take. Wow. Um, and so they're trying to fulfill your like graduation requirements, but there are certain classes that you just can't take because you have practice at this time or you'll be gone for this much of a month um, on the road. And so with that said, you get put into random classes a lot. 
And so I needed my senior year, I needed to, of college, I needed to get an arts credit. Yeah. And the only class that they can put me in was like a theater. It was whatever the theater, theater, let's say 3014, whatever the class yeah. was with the graduating seniors that were studying theater at the university, which you usually have to work your way up into, or you, you can't just, but it, I had to do it to yeah. graduate. Yeah, yeah. And so they put me in that class and that was kind of where I was like, yo, like this is, I love this. And I, you know, and so I, I did the class and the teacher there asked me what I was going to do when I graduated. And I was like, oh man, like, I don't know. I, you know, I, we'll, we'll see. I'm trying to figure it out. Like I'm an English major. <laughs> so I really don't know. Um, and then she told me that she thought if I was interested that I might have a career in acting. Um, because I was obsessed with this class. I was obsessed with this class. <laughs> Literally, I was, I was, I remember we, my first scene we had to do was, I did the scene from the rabbit hole. Do you know rabbit hole? I don't know. It was like, Nicole Kidman was in the movie, but it was oh, David okay. Lindsay Abair. Um, there's a scene where like the wife, like take away the tapes of the kid that died and the dad would watch it obsessively every night and he flips out. I remember that was my first scene I ever did. And I was like obsessed. Like I spent like more crying, every, any more crying, crying, yeah. yelling, yeah. freaking out, <laughs> wailing. Everything, um, yeah. And that was my first scene. I, I just, I loved it. I loved it. Loved it so much. She thought I could do it possibly if I, if I ever wanted to. And so I was like, you know, I like, yeah, I guess they like, sure. Like, let's, let's give it a go. And so she, um, I got some auditions for the professional theaters in Houston and I, Book some, and then I I moved to New York like two months later. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna do it. Story. I'm yeah, gonna do it. Great. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. What's really fascinating about that is how the sporting calendar really dominated the experience, and how oh, culturally man. at the university yeah. and beyond yeah. that is the hierarchical structure that's. Oh no! Is. It's if you are a Division One athlete, you're an athlete. Yeah, mm. and you are they student. They use student athlete for years to kind of dispelled it was a money thing they didn't yeah. want players to get paid so you're a student first athlete yeah. second but it's it's just not the case at all you're mm. an athlete so college sport in america mm. not just basketball mm. but you know nfl is huge all the sports right mm. you know the draft system often comes from college picks and etc talk to us about that whole world because this is something that is such an anathema i think to british it's um listeners we just don't have the same experiences well just speak for yourself rob i'm waiting for the nfl i'm waiting for the nfl draft right now and the season hasn't finished yeah, the nfl totally. draft See. is one of the best nights of the year it's uh, like my friends oh, you have already should... it's uh, they've already like picked the. i mean but i'm a bears fan as well we've got the first pick this year uh-huh. can't wait to see what's oh, going to happen man shit. We're not you sure gotta come to the sure. garden then. Oh, dude. Is that where they do it? Madison Square? Yeah, they do it at the theater tickets to yeah. get yeah. out of the draft. Yeah. yeah. It's oh huge. Rob, God. it's massive. It's like a night. Yeah. It's one of the biggest nights of the year in America. It's huge. Oh, we should tune in. Yeah. It's really, no, yeah, really cool. Should, yeah, come to New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. tight. Yeah. So talk about that whole world because it's big money. It's televised. I mean, it's a billion dollar industry, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I have, I have mixed feelings about that world and exploitation and all that stuff, but like, it's an interesting, fascinating world because it's, it's huge. College sports is huge here. Mm-hmm. Um, kids become famous off of it. It's a huge, it's a big deal. And it's a, people obsess over their colleges in the way that people do it with professional teams. I think elsewhere in the world, it's an interesting world. And I think there's, there's a couple things that the rules are starting to change and this and that. But like for basketball in particular, when I was playing, the rule still is now that you have to be a year removed from high school right it used to be you can just jump like lebron kobe you would go from the high school to nba if you were ever so qualified right it's so fascinating because i think there was there was an idea that colleges were losing on capital like lebron was going to go to ohio state if he was going to go to college 
And so they kind of made this rule, the NBA, that you had to be a, a year or so removed from high school to to get into the NBA, no matter if you were ready or not. Okay. Mm. And so it's and it's a money grab. I think in terms of like protecting the players, because they are kids. I mean, the only thing that we've uh-huh. got over here and like I mean, I'm sort of in between acting work. I'm working for a professional, I, I, my football team, West Bromwich Albion, I work for their academy at the moment. Yeah. And there's something that we talk about a lot of work about protecting the players because they kind of get swallowed mm-hmm. up into the world of being a sportsman or an athlete or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's tough over here and the kids have to, you know, their professional contracts are at the football club being professional footballer, that's top. And then their education comes second. So it's already yeah. pressurized over here in a country that doesn't, it's not a billion dollar industry in terms of working for West Bromwich Albion as a footballer. But in America, they're still the same age, but there's TV cameras, there's sponsorship deals, there's hundreds of thousands of people watching, there's the pressure of the families. I mean, the NFL draft, they have all their parents like waiting yep. with them around the phone yep. for the phone to go. And I'm like, some of these kids are like 17, 18 years old and they're like being thrust into this massive and they're just seen as money. And it's like, surely oh, yeah. that's a little bit harsh at the ages that they are. And then, you know, if it all goes to shit, like two years down, like if they make the draft and then they don't, they don't make the roster the year after the, after their rookie year, then they just get dropped. Yeah. And then it's like, what the hell do they do? So the protection over there must be, absolutely massive to be fair it should be bigger the protection to the players over there maybe it should be yeah there's there's not really any i guess really. no unless you you just have to keep succeeding yeah. right yeah because i mean it's a cliche but you know this is a culture mm-hmm. totally derived by money i mean i see yeah. it on every micro level around yeah. you know yes it's really interesting I was at Soho House the other day in Miami and um, stealing towels. I left my stealing towels, by the way. <laughs> I, I left my charger somewhere where I'd been sat and I, I paid up and I walked away. And the waiter came running after me and said, Oh, is this yours? Uh-huh. I was like, Oh, yeah, thanks so much. And you know, a charger when you're traveling is like, is everything. Like, it's important. So I was so grateful and I was flashing through my head. I was like, Oh, God, if I'd been without that, I'd really messed up the next few days. And he hovered near me, having handed oh. it over. And I was thinking, Shit, he wants a tip for that. Yeah. Now, I, I, that was my instinct oh, that he was waiting to get a tip. And I was like, to me, that's just an act of kindness. That's right. just humanity. Totally. You see something, you chase yeah. someone, you right. give it over. We both say thanks. We're both yeah. grateful. There's an unsaid kind of like, oh, thanks for helping me out there. But his instinct was that's right. a, that's a transaction right. potential. Right. Mm. And I found that really fascinating yeah. because I, you see it on every level. You see it socially, like you yeah. meet people in social situations and people go, hi, what do you do? And you're immediately thinking, you're working out if I am Ooh. appropriate branding Ooh. for your friendship. That's so, that's Rock, so what a that's shout. So is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so really, LA. really interesting. Yeah. LA, what they do is they ask you. And when I moved to LA, I, it was the first, I've never followed so many people on Instagram because you would meet someone and they would ask for Instagram immediately. Yeah. Wow. And that was their way of gauging. Like, it would be like, hey, my name is Chad. Hey, yeah. I'm blah, blah, blah. Um, what's your Instagram? And it was so they could like decipher really quickly wow. if it's worth it. Are you on my brand? Yeah. yeah. It's wow. that's so LA, but that's, that's that is so fascinating. The States in general. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's sadly where the world's heading, but and so I mean, fascinating is a strong word to use. I mean, it's absolutely like soul destroying at the same time that it's that yeah. sort of, <laughs> it's that sort of monetary base. I mean, yeah, you, you, you've said it so eloquently there, Rob. You see it in absolutely everything. And then, you know, heighten it up to a sporting or even a theatrical career. It's even, even worse. I mean, some of these kids are just 
like they're just commodities. It's ridiculous what they have to put up for uh, that to have to go through. Oh, they are, yeah. And isn't that thing that you, you would think maybe within the family as well mm. that even a parent might be yeah. seeing their child potentially as a commodity here as their gravy train? Absolutely. Of course, that doesn't diminish that the love they have. And yeah, you know that's universal worldwide. You get that in lots of countries too. But here, the opportunity for that, obviously, you know, if there's any bit of potential, you're gonna really steer your kid towards it. Absolutely. In Britain, you take your kid to the pub and let them throw darts at the dartboard and they, <laughs> yeah. they come runner up I in hope, the World Championship. I hope you've been both watching the World Darts Championship. <laughs> oh my God. That's a discussion mm. for a whole other day. And um, so just on that whole college world, so just talk, what was mm. your best sporting achievement in your, in your career? Do you think what are the, what's the memory that really st- sticks out? I guess the generic would be like when we won the, the state championship in high school, which was yeah. a big deal in Texas and really cool. But I, I had a, I've had a, such a weird like journey and in, in everything, but I went to NYU like before I went to Rice down in Houston and played basketball. And so I was like a year removed from basketball. And I remember I hit the coach up at Rice like a year later. I was like, Hey, like, you know, like, is there room on the team? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, like, I don't like, are you good or anything? So I, I came down and. I think me making the team get on the team that summer was a big deal for me because mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of let it go for a second. So that was like yeah. a, a personal achievement. And then there's like, I guess, achievements that you can hang on a wall or something, but yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. And what's your, what's your position in the team? Oh, shooting guard, point guard. I'm so like, I'm, I'm small in, in, in the basketball world. Yeah. So yeah, just shooting guard, point guard. I was, I was going to um, say, me, I, I don't know if any, I mean, the listeners will probably know, and I'm sure you know as well, Chad. I, Rob, I, I will speak on your behalf here. Me and Rob are not basketball players. Uh, I, I am. Okay, oh my God. Surprising. Are you a basketball Rob's putting his hands up. Are you Excuse a basketball me. player? Am I? I was the cat. So tell you, when I was at North I think, high school for the first three years of my high school, like that's 11 uh-huh. to, to 13. It was a tiny, tiny um, school, only like about, 400 pupils across all the years. And in our year, our PE teacher said, boy, I'm thinking, should we do a bit of basketball? And there was like literally about seven of us were like, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> so we put together a little team and we joined our local league. <laughs> I was the pivot. Obviously, I was the captain. I was the guy bossing, distributing around. No and way. we entered like this sort of Wakefield schools, your teams. And we would go in our little beat up minibus. We'd play on no the teams way. in midweek. And we'd get beat quite a lot. Um, but it was good film. We had Adam Dean, who was quite tall and up front and had a good eye. Oh. So we linked up quite a lot. I was like the guy in the middle distributing <laughs> around and then oh fire it to Adam and we'd pop them in every now and then. I'm and it so was a really sorry. fun little competitive it's, thing. Yeah. I'm so it's sorry. Like, yeah. Rob, Rob can't play basketball. I fully <laughs> believe that he cannot. Yeah. It's, so, it's like yeah, so embarrassing. It's the least yeah, intimidating thing when you're like, basketball oh yeah do you play basketball i've never played ball it's so true it's such an, it's such a game i've never seen a, i've seen one basketball game in my life and it was the birmingham oh, bullets and okay. it was just like they tried to kind of americanize it that is so funny and it was just so damaging because it's just you can't we can't do it here and there's just brummies walking around going i don't that understand so... this game it's bloody rubbish this is it doesn't make sense oh, but um we just can't do it over here that's funny. yeah actually i i totally forgot about this but i um in high school i went to a big private school and so we had a foreign exchange student which is like what everyone was doing back yeah. in the day and it was a british dude his name's clayfell harris 
and he's still playing in the pros right now. Yeah. But he's, ah, he's I don't know, six eight, six yeah, like really one. But from London, boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, amazing. He's so awesome. speaking yeah. of other sports, uh, Chad, yes, have you got any? Have you got any other sports that you're into? Any British sports that are kind of big over here? Anything no, over here? Do you find anything over here? My no, my favorite sport uh, sport besides basketball is tennis. Like I love okay, yeah, tennis. nice, yeah, yeah, nice, nice. I nice. love watching tennis. Have yeah, you been over to Wimbledon? It. No. Oh, but I, I say no like I'll that come because the, I'll come over for the draft. I've been you to London like Wimbledon. three times during Wimbledon and I just never, and I was in Paris last year during the French Open. I never, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, but I never went because yeah, it's so hot. Tickets. It's so hot. Yeah, but you get the nice yeah. straw hat. You get the straw. Yeah, yeah. The I, need to, I need to, I need to, I need to. Have you ever been to Flushing yes. Meadows here? Yeah, I have. To yeah. the US Open? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I love walking around the um the practice facilities and see like people like, it's really, uh. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. So, no British sports. What about? Wait, what's a what's a British? We're talking like, what's like, soccer, like football, like yes. Like I mean, what else? What else is a British sport? British what else is a uh, cricket? No. That's probably the most quintessentially British sport. Cricket. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, we is it, is cricket in the Olympics? Like baseball, right? Yeah, cricket's in the Olympics. American baseball. football's in the Olympics this year. I saw flag football, right? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be class. Yeah, flag. Yeah, it? that's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be cool. Yeah, money talks. You see, why is that? In? Um, yeah. So uh, um, I'm in New York right now, mm. guys. Like I am in New York, and um, so the Knicks. Mix- <laughs> Eastern European. Like, yeah. I did it. Okay, but it's okay. Um, I uh, um, I can't. That was that was a Knicks- very average uh, American accent. To be fair, oh, the so they, good, um, uh, <laughs> the Knicks are playing away while I'm here, mm-hmm. which is really frustrating. But they're playing at home on Tuesday night, and I'm flying Tuesday night, so I'm going to miss them. I was in Miami. The Heat were playing away. Oh, did you the see? Dolphins were oh, playing away. away. Oh, damn. So I was really, really frustrated. I've missed both those things. So, but the Brooklyn Nets are at home tonight. So I'm thinking to go see go. the Brooklyn Nets. You, would you recommend that? Oh, yeah, you should go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you said it's a really nice. Studio. It's Barclays. It's brand, not brand new, but maybe five years. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe longer, but it's beautiful. It's okay. the outside is so cool. It's dope. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I might, I might do that. Is there, Jack, there's and, no and, American and football do... to, are you in American football? Who have the Jets or the Giants got on Sunday? Are you going to a game? I'm going to the Jets. Giants. On the Jets. Where are they playing? You go Giants Sunday. Nice. Giants. Giants playing Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that's a big rivalry. That's a big game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Giants and the Eagles. That's a big big game. Yeah, well, go on, baby. That's gonna be met life. Eagles have been poor. Are you you gonna come? Yeah, Eagles have been struggling. Yeah. Yeah, Are you gonna wear like what are you gonna a jersey or uh, what should I wear? I I mean. I guess a Giants jersey. Yeah, I think so. Nah, because the Giants are shit. Don't do a Giants jersey. Be an Eagles fan. Eagles have got a chance this year, but they wear green, don't they? Yeah, it's a nice green though. It's not my. But it's like a nice. It's a teal green. Yeah, it's a nice green. Black. I just don't, green doesn't work with me. I'm a blue guy, so I'll have to go with the Giants. Okay. Bad luck. But you have to like if you get a jersey, you have to wear it over your jacket because it's gonna be cold. Yeah. I guess you know. And they're all massive. I don't think due to snow. I don't know if you've ever worn an American football jersey. They're huge. They're absolutely yeah, huge. They're like dressing gowns. It's ridiculous. But Saquon Barkley, yeah. is Barkley still there at the Giants? I think he is. He's a good, uh, decent wide receiver. Get him sorted. Get okay. that on your backy shirt. Well, well, live updates. We'll do an American sports special. Yes. Well, um, I will be in my local work. club watching uh, their sport, the, the scores come in because... Because um, it's the it's final a, weekend of the NFL this weekend. Isn't yeah. Last before weekend. Before we go into like, the playoff stages. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you need to keep an eye on that, Jack, and we'll Perfect. update. Listen, um, it's tradition, Chad, on uh, stage of, so when we have a guest to have oh. what we would normally do as a penalty shootout. Okay. Where in soccer terms to you, football terms to us, we would have five shots 
okay. at the net to score in a competition okay. uh, through the medium of a quiz. Okay. So today okay. we're going to have a basketball shootout. Okay, cool. Five <laughs> on five, five hoops to get each. Okay. Um, uh, we can draw. Um, but let's see. I'm notoriously unsuccessful in these and the guests generally win. No, no pressure because Jack's generally, Jack comes up with the questions. And, okay. And, and You're in trouble so, this week. Um, you are in uh, trouble <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> just all American sports. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, good. So you ready for this? Yes. Okay. Q theme tune. After extra time. And you know what that means? It's penalties. Okay, so, um, yeah, this is predominantly about American sport. There's obviously basketball, okay, okay. um, Thanks. questions in there, but I'll start, I'll start you off with a couple of easy ones, okay? Okay. Chad, question number one. Who plays their basketball at the Frost Bank Center? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my God, I've stumped him already. This is going to be a Frost problem. Frost Bank. Um, I'm, uh, it sounds like a Midwest bank. I would say like the Timberwolves. It's the San Antonio Spurs. Should you know okay, that being cool. a Texan? I should, but I guess it's changed as I moved. Well, I grew up when it was the Alamo yeah. Dome, and then, and then, but it was a different when like Tony Parker. And it was different, but it cha- it's okay. Cool. They change all the time. Yeah, the they do change all the time. Yes. Okay, Rob um, won't get this one either, so don't yeah, worry about it. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. Rob, how many teams currently make up the NBA? Oh God's sake! So I'm assuming it's a bit like um, the NFL, where there are conferences positioned geographically, and then they come. To, is that right? Is that this, why? Why? Why are we yes, helping you? Eastern <laughs> NBA. And, oh yeah, you're uh, right. No, no. Okay, so that's, that's so I'm reckoning. I'm gonna say NBA. I think there might be like I'm gonna go. Like, it's probably like sixteen or twenty, or maybe more than that. Am I being? I'm going to go twenty. Twenty. Uh, you're close, but way off. Uh, it's another rim shot. It's Thirty teams make up the NBA. Thirty teams. Actually. Yeah. Thirty teams. So yeah, they're it's trying the to same expand too. All right. It's, it's the same as the NFL, trying... isn't it? This... So there's two conferences, and then each conference is divisionals. There's four divisions in each conference. Maybe I think. I guess. Oh, something that like makes that. Sense. Yeah, yeah, I, like that. Yeah. I think it's yeah. I think four, fifteen, yeah. or maybe three or five. Yeah. Yeah. But that probably makes sense. Yeah. Okay, Chad, we're changing sports. Who has the most Ooh, Super Bowl wins in the NFL? Uh, two teams. Two teams are tied on six. The Patriots and the Packers? The Patriots I, is I, one, so you can have the Patriots. That's a, you've, okay, you've, yeah. You've that. The other team is Steelers. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers with six. Oh, that was a long time ago, huh? Yeah. Long yeah. Time ago. yeah, exactly. I've been to Pittsburgh. I remember getting a Steelers. You've been to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Why? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that big river through there. I was working out there. With, oh, that's funny. Um, a couple like of my friends colors. have just they come back. back. They liked it. Anything. Black and yellow, yeah. A couple of my friends came yeah, back yeah. from Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. They loved it. Yeah, like as a vacation destination. No. Well, he's a Steelers. Sure. Fan. He's a Steelers fan, so he went uh, out. To I game. see. Okay, Rob, how many weeks is the NFL regular season played over? I think I am going to week fourteen or fifteen this Sunday. Uh, oh shit! Am uh, I right? It's one of them, Jack. You are it's incorrect. It's close, friend. You are close. Eighteen weeks. 
Each, Ooh, each team have 17 games with one bye week. So it's 18. It's played over 18 weeks. Wow. So you're going to okay. week 18 okay. of the NFL 18. on Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really That's game. It's going to be a great game. Okay, Chad, you're really, you might struggle here. Okay. Who has the record for the most appearances, uh, most appearances in the English Mm. Premier League by an American? Mm. Mm. Oh, I'd like to have a go at this. Um, Well, your next question is uh, sort of on the same vein. Okay. Think of, uh, I'll try and give you, I'll try and give some clues. It's a guy? It's a guy. It's an American footballer, soccer player for you. uh, And he was a goalkeeper. Mm. Goalkeeper. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Bald no, guy, um, very tall. You I know what he bird. looks like. I don't know his name. The his first name is Brad. Brad. Friedel. Brad Friedel. What him, Rob? Friedel. Brad Friedel. Okay. Yeah. Brad Friedel. He's so yeah. probably he retired now? a good, yeah. like, eight years, I'd 450 say. appearances yeah. in the Premier League, though. Yeah. 450. That's wow. Nice. Was he, like, famous over there? Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was good. He played for Liverpool, Blackburn, did he? Blackburn. He was there. Uh, I remember him mostly at Blackburn. Was he at Spurs Blackburn, as well yeah. for a bit? Or I made that up. Maybe I don't know. Did he do Liverpool as well? I think he did Liverpool for a bit, didn't he? Past oh, David James. I, think I know him as I know him as Blackburn. He was there for years. Anyway, yeah. okay, Rob. Yeah. Same vein. Who yes. has the record for the most goals scored in the Premier League by an American? I am gonna say Clint Dempsey. Rob, that is the best oh, answer you have ever said in your life. I'm so proud of you to get that. I've never been closer to you. I've never been more proud of you. You are the greatest guy ever in the world. That is a fantastic answer. Get in there, Rob. Yeah, Brilliant answer. Fantastic. On. Very good. Very good. Okay, Chad, back to oh, We're back on terms. We're back on terms. 1-1. One, one. Yeah, it's 1-1. One, one. Okay, oh, Chad. Oh, LeBron James okay, is yes. the NBA's yes. all-time top scorer and is still currently playing for the Lakers. At the tender age mm-hmm. of 39, I bet his knees are shot. Wow. How many points has he scored so far in his career? A, 32,543, or B, uh-huh. 39,452? It's a lot. So most baskets are two, just, aren't they? How so many points he Is it two for a basket or one? Two, but a three-pointer is three 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 one. Yeah. Oh, man. 32 and a half or 39 and a half? 32 and a half. Oh! He's missed it. No. He's got a back <laughs> It's LeBron James, man. He's the he's the I girl. know, but I was dang. Okay, well, good for him. Thirty nine thousand, and very he's proud still of playing. Him. Very proud of LeBron. Yeah, well done. Thirty nine thousand, and he's Actually, still I do. Playing. I have a, a LeBron story. Yes, go. And you know, like travel team. I don't know if they do that when you're young and you play. Like you know, you, you go across country playing against other cities, stuff like yeah. that. And I was yeah, at yeah. a tournament in Tennessee, in Nashville, or somewhere. LeBron, he goes, he's few years older than me he was in the older division i was probably like in the 14u division yeah but i remember being at the hotel and at that time he was still famous like he was famous like on sports illustrated and stuff like that and i was in the elevator and you hear this guy yelling like hold the veda hold the veda and then he took his arm in and it was lebron no way little lebron yeah he had a lot of hair at that time and yeah i was like lebron is he the goat i think so Kobe. Well, Kobe. Kobe as well. Kobe? Yeah. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Is that because he died tragically that there's a... No, I think it was, always, it was kind of always Kobe. Was it, do you think? Yeah. Do you reckon, yeah. Not Magic? No. Not Michael? Uh, Michael. Michael? I don't know. Sure. Michael's cool, man. Michael Jordan's cool. Did you see the... Um, the Netflix show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, last good. Last oh, so good. It's I mean, so... that was a lockdown. Oh, oh you got to see it. I haven't it. seen it yet. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it's the best. The yeah. last oh, dance. Okay. No, yeah. Oh my! You must watch it. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I was more into start, like you it. both watched Space Jam, right? It's a really good film with Michael Jordan. Of course, yeah, yeah it's one of the best films ever made. I didn't watch LeBron's though. Did you? I no, you can't watch LeBron's now. Nobody can touch Bill Murray's coming in and playing class. Okay. Yeah, I can't sing that anymore, Rob. Jack liked my vibrato. He commented on our Christmas special about my vibrato. Yeah, Rob's got some good vib, man. He's vib. I hear it. I heard it. He's got good vib, man. Okay. Anyway, this is for me to win the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay, Rob. December thirteenth, nineteen eighty-three. Saw the Denver Nuggets. And the Detroit Pistons record the NBA's all-time highest scoring game. What was the final score? A, 186-184, or B, 224-222. 186 beat 184 See, uh, or 224. Beat I don't know what an average game ends up, but I think an average game ends up like 100, 100 v 99 don't, or something. No, help, yeah. like, don't help right? him. Do not help him. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry. So yeah, I'm, just think, I'm just trying to work out what would represent a really, really high score. I think 200 is too much. And I think you saying 222 versus 224 is comes from your head. So I'm going to go for A186 versus are you one trying to Are you something. trying to figure out logically? Are you right, like, I'm not a chaser. I'm, I'm not Bradley Walsh, man. Come on. Uh, you've got so you've Bradley got, about you. Cheeky, cheeky. All right, boys. Uh, so boys. you're going with A186, 184. Yes, to win it. Nothing but net. Fantastic, mate. Well done. He's done it. Yes, he's done it. He's done it. No, 200 to sound like too much, right? The, yeah, the garden the is going off right now. Yeah, the garden's going off. Oh, that's can good. I ask you? Can yeah. I ask you the last two questions anyway? Because they're quite good. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, Chad, uh, question five. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's each. two. It's two. Oh, well, that was four each. It's two. Hold on. Chad can still draw it if you... Oh, yeah. We oh, I thought you have done five. No, no, no. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Okay, you've got so one left. You can still go. Okay, Chad, this is a little bit... We're going back to We're going back to work now, mate. All right, okay? Okay, okay. How many points does the seeker mm-hmm. score if he or she catches the golden snitch in a game of Quidditch? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm, I'm, oh no. The seeker. Isn't it like, I have no 14. Oh, what on, is Chad. it? You work for Harry Potter. Come on, man. You've got to know how many points the Golden Snitch is worth. Come on. Oh, wait, what is it? And I even have a Golden Snitch in, like, oh in my, my dressing God. room. I just look at it, though. I mean, he says he puts the work in, but I'm not I so clearly sure. not. I, I don't know. I don't know. Have you read the books? Do you know Harry Potter is? <laughs> I have uh, read the books. It's yeah. 150 points. To whoever oh, I was a little off. Yeah. A little off. Yeah. Ten, so basically, round you catch up. it. <laughs> yeah, you round it up. Dang, 150. That's a lot, that's a lot though. Yeah, if you Come catch the that. golden snitch, you essentially win. That's you why win. Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. You basically yeah. win it, yeah. Okay, Rob. And that's why he won. Oh, great. So You've won, yeah. Really you can have the last question. This, you might, this might, you might, yeah. This is really burn me. I've already mentioned the golden snitch, but what mm. are the other two balls used in Quidditch called? Oh, my God. I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, but do you um, not read out? Does nobody like Harry Potter? I mean, I've seen. You memorize that sort of stuff. background yeah. fodder oh. during a I festive you, season, aren't they? Wait, did do you know old. that? Did you know that? Like on the top of your head, bro. I'm at, like, like Harry Potter is like it's my it's not my jam, but it's my era. Like growing up, I grew up. Got gotcha your generation. Got gotcha, my generation. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, yeah, I'll have a guess in a minute. But I do when we're playing touch rugby on Clapham Common. There is like people set up and do this sort of 
Quidditch. Yeah, they do. Very funny. With a bit weird. They run around with sticks between their legs and throw things. I mean, it's very, very funny. It's sort of like it gives me D and D vibes. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so is, are they also called snitches, or are they called different things? No, is it something if you, snitch. If you don't know it, you're not going to get it, and I'm uh, I'm a bit okay. disappointed in you. It's called the quaffle and the bludger. Oh yeah, oh, the go. bludger. Yeah, quaffle and the bludger. So there you go. So <laughs> you're both rubbish at Harry right, Potter, but only one of you works for yes. the Wizarding World of Harry yeah. Potter. So Chad, uh, yes. go and reread yeah, the I'm books, please. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, but. Two on Robert Shaw Cameron. Fantastic work, mate. Yes, victory. Lovely. Now I can do my... I did a slightly embarrassing false celebration running around the stadium before the final hooter. And now I can do it in a more sedate way. In your life have you seen anything like that? Um, so a few uh, things to tie up, uh, mm-hmm. Chad. Firstly, you've looked at our bucket list. I guess most of those mm-hmm. mean nothing to you. Which of those only appeal the, to you most? The French Open one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Got to come with us. So if you were, what would be on your sporting bucket list? What would be like the number one thing you've ever done? Honestly, a Wimbledon final would be bomb. Yeah. And I'm, re- I'm really sad that I, I missed like the Williams era yes. in person. Yes. I saw it. My whole life, but in person, I've seen Venus and Serena. I've been to the men's final, oh. and I've seen Serena and Venus many, many times. Sorry, Chad. Oh, yeah. that's I'm so envious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's amazing. Girl, Serena. Yeah, I mean, she's that. unbelievable. What an athlete! Then famous people. Who can you introduce us to to come on our pod? This is an important question. We need famous people. Who yes. can you introduce famous us to, to Chad? Get us a step closer yeah. to our bucket list. I can introduce you to my brother, who has famous friends. Oh, yeah, he's a, my brother's a basketball coach, so he's he's right now. He's back at he's doing our high school, but he's done um, university level to like he has a lot of pro big time friends. Yeah, and I'm so just, maybe we uh, get your brother on the phone yes. to tell us about you and yes. his version of everything you just talked yes. about. So yeah, he can, yeah, and, he can yeah. Get and then he can give you a, a celebrity. Yeah. Is yeah. that up for you? Do you think he'd do that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh it's an Alexander Clam special. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Does he know any American football players? I'd love to meet some. Talking about this, this does this does tie into American sports actually. Um West Bromwich mm. Albion, my football club who I support, Chad. Yeah. Um they're sale. about to be bought by a uh-huh. um an American consortium fronted by Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback oh, for the San Francisco uh, yeah, for the Can- yeah. Chiefs, yeah. For the Chiefs, yeah, for the Kansas City yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. So interesting, dude. If I'm at work, we, Rob, we should get him on, man. Get Patrick Mahomes on. Yeah, well, you're going to get Bill Bradley as your manager then, or or Jesse Marsh, or maybe Wayne Rooney. He's looking for a club. I don't want any of those. Hopefully not. Hopefully Carlos <laughs> stays, and we're absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you very much. So yes, the next question as well, Chad. This is important as well. Mm, um, okay. All of our guests that we have on, uh, you mm-hmm. are now a fully fledged member of Stage Door Athletic, but we need to find out your position in the club. Uh, that could okay. be any, anywhere from backroom staff, playing positions. It could be administrative. It could be anything, wherever you want to go. Positions. What position are we talking? I'm thinking like assistant manager or something like that. Love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why undersell yourself? Yeah. I mean, I, would you like to set up, would you like to be the stage athletic basketball coach? I could set up the team. We've got a lot of, a lot of good oh, youngsters yeah. coming through. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Do good we? Height. Do we? Speed. Yeah, I've maybe. seen some kids around the clubhouse. They look. <laughs> that are slightly tall. taller than others. Are they? Are they? <laughs> Nathan looks quite tall. We could get him. Yeah, Nathan's quite stupid. 
Yeah, so yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Okay, Nathan so I'll be a basketball coach. Basketball coach. Yeah. I think the big good is like, that's giving me Ted Lasso vibes. Oh my yeah, god. I love that. I love that. And you're gonna yeah. take and our, I can like, like yeah, I can really heighten the Texas. Our dysfunctional yeah. basketball team yeah. of like misfits, oh but there's god. some real potential. And yeah. I think there's like docu- documentary stuff going yeah. on here that okay. you come in. Oh and my god. Take us to the big leagues. Deal. I think I would. I think I would. And a basketball job. On a basketball job. Yeah, class, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, brilliant. Well, welcome to Stage Door Athletic. Thank you so much. Great. Thank so, you, we, what's your name of your brother? Matthew. Matthew. So, uh, we look forward to meeting Matthew. So, Matthew is the coach. <laughs> is he Maddie? No, he's oh, no. It's Matthew. 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 Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Matthew. We're very Chad and Matthew. Very American. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Oh, brilliant. Well, it's been great to have you. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Bro. Um, yes, I'll report back on my Brooklyn Nets experience. You're going to love it. I go think. Giants, yeah, really go Nets. Yeah. Get a hot dog and, and an overpriced. What colors do Brooklyn Nets play? Black and white. Oh, yeah. Black, oh, black and white. They get sor- yeah, sorted. Yeah. That's kind of stage dull colors. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Actually, it's totally. Yeah. yeah. Same colors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, enjoy, right, guys. Brilliant. And thank Great you so much, you. Chad. Lots of love, man. Thank you. Of course. Thank you, guys. See you later, Jack. See you later, man. Take care. All the best. Good See you later. Bye bye. Well, that's full time on another Stage Door Athletic Pod. Thanks for listening. Make sure to look out for encores with bonus pod episodes where we talk about all sorts from awful advert auditions to top transfers. And stay in touch. Meet other club members and share your best sporting moments on Instagram at Stage Door Athletic. And on TikTok at Stage Door Athletic as well. Right, we're off to the clubhouse for a pint. I mean...